In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never be lost. No one will ever steal them from me. The Father who gave them to me is greater than anyone, and no one can steal from the Father. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Law Friendishek Gasonovshek may not be a name which rings a bell for most people. He was one of the few lucky Jews who survived the infamous death camp of the Nazis in Auschwitz, Poland. The surviving inmates of those gruesome camps were finally liberated by the Allied forces in 1941. Every day Gasunovchik lived after 1941, he lived with the knowledge, I live because someone died for me. Every year on August 14, he travelled to Auschwitz in memory of the man who took his place. We know that man as Franciscan priest, St. Maximilian Kolbe. This holy priest, a shepherd of souls, gave up his life to save Gasodnotschik. Similarly, this is what we must affirm every day of our lives. I live because someone died for me. It is Jesus, the Good Shepherd, who died for me. He is the Shepherd who sacrifices his life so that his sheep may live. Ordinarily, the Shepherd's calling was not to die for the sheep, for the live for the sheep. In fact, when his own life was threatened, the Shepherd may even be prepared to sacrifice one of his words, wards, to escape the jaws of death. The life of the sheep was dispensable but not that of the shepherd. Our Lord Jesus' charge was different and unique. He is the one who lays down his life for the sheep. His blood is spilt for the forgiveness of our sins. He sacrifices his own life so that his sheep may live. The secret of this shepherd's willingness to die for his sheep is to be found in the second reading. The book of the Apocalypse tells us that this shepherd is also a lamb that has been sacrificed. We often fail to recognize the theological profundity of the switch. The shepherd becomes one of the sheep whom he leads. The creator chooses to become one of his creatures. God becomes man. And it's in this form which he chooses to save humanity. And this is no ordinary lamb or cute cuddly pet which he becomes. This is a special type of lamb which is meant to be offered at a temple as a sin offering. It is interesting that this discourse in Good Shepherd takes place within the temple where animal holocausts were offered to atone for the sins of the petitioners. The mystery of the atonement is that Jesus uses the sacrificial system to defeat the sacrificial system. He lets himself be a victim, but he goes willingly, thereby showing humanity that the sacrifice system 
is powerless. Thus we are saved through the one sacrifice, which alone can atone for our sins, the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, the Lamb who is also a shepherd. This incredible transformation takes place on a cross. It would appear that on a cross, life is taken, victory is defeated, God is crucified. But our Lord did not stay on a cross. God died, but he rose again. The devil did not have the final say. Loss was thwarted, victory reigned, the lamb that was slain became the shepherd again. The book of the Apocalypse provides us with this amazing vision that a slain lamb rules again as shepherd, arrayed in glory and surrounded by his subjects who had also followed his path of sacrificing their lives, washing themselves in his blood, and now share in his glory. That's the message of Easter. We also see how this beautiful title, which we are called to Jesus, has two sides of it. It does not only acknowledge with the psalmist in Psalm 23, that the Lord is my shepherd, but also acknowledges, as in today's Psalm 99, that we are his people, the sheep of his flock. Notice the symbiotic relationship between the sheep and their shepherd. The shepherd lived and died for his sheep. Likewise, the sheep must do so for the shepherd. The relationship is therefore marked by certain essential characteristics. Our Lord makes it very clear that the first identifying mark of his sheep is that they hear his voice. Hearing is not merely auditory perception in scriptures, but a spiritual understanding that responds in faith. The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I will give them eternal life. They will never be lost and no one will ever steal them from me. On the other hand, those who are not a sheep, do not believe. They do not listen to his voice. And so one cannot claim to be a sheep that belongs to the Lord if one refuses to obey and submit to his authority. But it is not enough that the Lord's sheep should listen to his voice. He also calls them to follow wherever he lovingly leads them. The mark of true disciples is that they follow their shepherd. This team is surrounded in the call of the very first apostles, he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Our Lord also emphasized if anyone wishes to come after me, he must decide, deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. We begin to see that the cross is not just something which the Good Shepherd embraced for the sake of his sheep, but also something which the sheep must be willing to accept if they truly wish to belong to him. Where the shepherd goes, the sheep, sheep must follow. It is here that we come to realize that being a sheep of the good shepherd is no benign image exuding cuteness and cuddliness. Rather, it carries a highly subversive connotation which may end in rejection, alienation, and persecution from those who oppose the shepherd. Some have the privilege of being called to die as testimony of their fate or love for others, as in the case of St. Maximilian Kolbe, while others are called to take the unpopular path of swimming against the mainstream current, which is anti-Christian. St. John Vianney once said, 
Do not try to please everyone. Try to please God. The angels and the saints, they are your public. And often when we choose to please God, we end up displeasing others. But Christians are not called to be popular. We are called to be faithful. Easter is about life that died to live again. It's about victory succumbing to defeat, only to be victorious again. It's about a God who left heaven to live on earth, to return to heaven again. It's about the shepherd who became a lamb, who became a shepherd again. So this is what we celebrate today. Not just a shepherd who guides and cares for his sheep or gazes softly at us as if we were little teddy bears and cuddly lambs, but the one who became the sacrificial lamb that took away our sins by dying for us in our place. He becomes the victim for all of us, and we profess to be his sheep, then we must listen only to his voice in the midst of the confusion caused by a cacophony of worldly voices, and follow him alone who can give us eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.